Welcome to the podcast Pointless Discussions, a weekly comedy podcast where we pick a topic and try to discuss it. I'm Paul Schroyer and I'm joined here by my good friend and co-host, Mark Reynolds. How's it going, Mark? It's going good, Paul. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, Mark. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it, Paul. So, I've been listening, to, you know, we're about four episodes in, and um, I, w- I was listening to some of the other ones, and I noticed something about you, Mark, that I wanted to talk to you about. What's that, Paul? You are obsessed with statistics. Yeah, I just can't help myself. Like, in episode two, we're talking about our guest Lauren getting covered in poop, and you had to know the percentage of fecal matter that covered her, which is a good question. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I appreciate your attention to detail. Yeah, it, it actually it helps me visualize the story that our guests are telling if I put a number on it. I don't know. I guess I'm obsessed with numbers, kind of like that movie Pi. I may not take a drill to my head, but... Rain Man. You're no, Rain Man. No, Pi. You I've ever ne- seen Pi? I've never seen Pi. Oh, man, it's it's a good one. But you're Rain Man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. You're like pi, 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 six, six, seven, four, four, five, four, four, three, 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 It just, it, it helps me visualize the story that the, the guest is telling me if I, if I put a number on it. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I was, I just, I just wanted to bring it up because I, I noticed it. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners have noticed it as well. And it, I'm sure it'll continue as also. Well, we, we've got a, uh, amazing show for you this week um if you ever wanted to write in and uh pick a topic for one of our episodes you can email us at pointlessdiscussions at gmail.com and uh give us an idea or comment or question and we might pick it for the topic for that week but this week we are doing photography mark Photography? Photography. <laughs> Not photography. Not for... Fo. Fo. Photography. Fo. 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 P-H-O. Motherfucking photography. Fo. Fo. Show. Okay. So photography. Our guest tonight is a really good friend of mine. An amazing, amazing photographer. Sam Greer. How's it going, Sam? It's good. How are you? I'm good. Great. Thank you so much for having me. So you are a photographer in Cincinnati. Um, I know you. your work has been featured in, are they called, gal, ga, not galleries, but like shows? Or is it a sh- Exhibits. 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 Yeah, okay. Yes, I've been in some exhibits. Which I was, well, I uh, got the chance to go to one. I missed your re- most recent one. But I was able to go to one of them, and I was impressed. I mean, they were really good. Thank you. Um, here's look here, audience. Here's a picture right now. Everybody, do you see that? No, I'm just kidding. wow. The color on that thing is amazing. <laughs> Most of your pictures were in black and white for that one, wasn't it? <laughs> no, but way to burst my bubble, <laughs> asshole. I think I, uh, the one you're talking about that was at the YWCA. I had five, and I think they were all in color. So women's young women's young Christian women. Association. Yes. So what kind of stuff do you photograph? 
So generally, I liked photographs. Genitally? <laughs> Genitally? So you take pictures of genitals? That's what I'm talking about. I have with the pronunciation. No, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Generally, I like to photograph what would fall under journalism. So news, events, okay. sports, just documenting the world as it goes on around us. That's what I like to photograph. Now. Awesome. Do you do that as, I guess you do that as a hobby? That's not like your nine to five? Like you don't? Well, I I worked at a newspaper. I've worked at two newspapers in the city, greater Cincinnati area, but now I'm mostly freelance. Freelance. Yeah, yeah. freelance. So I wouldn't say it's a hobby because I get paid for when I do it. Right. Yeah. yeah, So how often do you like take and sell your photographs? Well, you know, the, the the fact of the matter is you don't really shoot and sell. Someone hires you and says, We're, we need this, and you photograph it, and then they pay you. Like, like I need you to take a picture of my kitty here, my kitty Fluff Fluff McStuffins, and I need you to take a picture of her, right? Yeah, so you tell me you want a picture of Fluff Fluff Fluff, fluff, Miss and, and we agree how much you'll pay me, and you'll tell me what you want, and then I'll take the photos and give you the photos, and then you'll pay me. So, if we wanted you to take some uh, promo photographs for our movie, A Very Zombie Christmas, how much do you think that would run us? Oh, God, it depends on so many factors. <laughs> it depends on. Such as? Well, it depends on your general budget. I'd say, what's your seven budget? $7. It's $7. about $7. I might be able to scrounge up 50 cents. Jeez. But I'd also consider stuff like our prior friendship. and. Well, that's good. If, if you're trying to make a million dollars off of this, maybe not. Maybe no. I wouldn't consider your friendship. No. If this is going to be in the uh, cold rain, then maybe I'd, uh, I'd if we, No, we will make a million dollars. And well, you will, I mean, put it this way. We don't have the upfront. The upfront. Okay. But... But you know, I got you, Sam. You know, I, I got everybody you. Everybody says that. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk. You know, I got we'll you talk. until I move to California and I don't have to see you anymore, and then I don't have to fucking worry about it. You know, I got you. Yeah. Be like who? <laughs> Sam? Who? Yeah. See, I know how that goes. But it depends, you know. It's and that's actually one of the things that makes it difficult is is you have to negotiate and you have to talk to people and talk about money. And a lot of people don't want to talk about money. Right, they're like, oh, come on, will you just take a picture? Look, I just want to spread my butt cheeks, and you get a nice... I wish you were that A nice picture. Have you ever taken any goatee pictures? (laughs) Goatee pictures? Goatee. You know, I'll admit, I don't know what that is. Right, can you fill us in? You just said it. Oh, so... so Spreading your butt cheeks apart. It's called goatee? Yeah. Google it. I dare you. Ask Barbara about the goat seat. Well, we might hold on, Sam. We gotta check in with our girl Barbara. <laughs> okay. What's the definition of goatsy? According to YouTube, a disgusting picture of a man stretching his anus extremely wide. One of the oldest jokes on the internet is to link the picture to internet forums and chat rooms, renamed to look like something else, like happybunnies.jpg often causes people to freak out. Goatsy definition by Urban Dictionary. Oh, well. Thanks, Barbara. I say Urban Dictionary is a national treasure, by the way. It right. is, definitely. <laughs> well, Thanks, Mark, Barbara. You were right. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. You never should. Well, to answer your question, no. I've had some people ask me for, 
like boudoir photos, but sometimes they just chicken out. What's boudoir? So it's basically like um, a lot of photographers will photograph women in hotel rooms wearing like lingerie and just very seductive photos. They're very kind of old fashioned twenties, thirties, pinup type style. Could could you photograph me doing that for Mark for Christmas? Yes. All right. What would that cost us? Five thousand dollars. Right. That's easy. Dude, the money we get from grandma's poop soup. Oh dude, yeah, I forgot about fuck, the poop soup fine. Right. Dude, we are rolling in poop soup. Awesome. I want, you want that poop soup here, Hey, here you go. You want some? <laughs> Try it. Here's a whole bunch of them. Let me just keep sliding those over to you. Take them home. Share them with your family. Now in human flavor. <laughs> with bacon chunks. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I have no idea. That's I ask myself that on a uh, an hourly basis. Yeah. But okay, but seriously though, like you you actually are a huge Michael Jackson fan. Can we talk about that? I would love to. Yes. Like Mark, she is probably she is the head Michael Jackson fan club leader person. There's a Michael Jackson fan club, well, and I was not notified. <laughs> right? Not really anymore. But if there were a Cincinnati chapter, I would definitely be the president. I would join and it in the a heartbeat. And the secretary. <laughs> so you would just handle it all? Yeah, I'd probably be the only member. I would join. Sam, Thank you. Sam I love knows Michael all Jackson. the dances. I do, yes. That's one of my... Can you uh, show our listeners one right, <laughs> right now? Yes. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Four. Yeah. Oh, dude, that, that was, was amazing. awesome. <laughs> that was amazing. I wish you guys could have seen that. We'll have to get you on one of our live shows, yes, and you could please, totally. I'd bust be happy to. So you can moonwalk. Sort of. It's it's hard. It is hard. Is it? He he practiced enough that he made it look easy, but it's. She difficult. she's humble. She's yeah. humble, dude. She can bust out some bust Michael some Jackson. Moves. Hell yeah, do like we? We'll get you like the full get up. Do you do that like up full, on the toe business like, like he does? So hard, but I try. It's like being a baller. It hurts. It can hurts. you do the lean? Try. Didn't he have like magnets in the in the like? floor and like he had metal on his shoes and there was like magnets under the stage and it allowed yeah, him to lean so on the stage um he patented this form of loafer where there's sort of like a indent and this like a nail came up from the a nail so his nail, shoes so were like locked in. Caught in yeah so he okay. could slide in fucking caught. cheater Ball no. forward, defying the laws of gravity. Right. <laughs> I mean, so, I've seen people do it up. without the nail, dude. Well. Him, 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 and Garth Brooks, the greatest live performers ever. Yeah. You ever seen Garth Brooks flying above everybody on that wire? Are you going to? He's coming to town. I, he's back. Yeah. I've never no. seen Garth Brooks live. Yeah, me either. I'm deprived. <laughs> yeah. I have seen Limp Biscuit live before. Of course you have. Did you do it all for the nookie? Well, yeah, so I could get that cookie. <laughs> and stick it in your what? What? God damn it. I swear. It's Barbara's fault. I had to turn it up for Barbara. Always got to, Barbara, you're always getting in my way. So so I kind of want to talk about like some of your photographies that have been in these shows. 
because uh, like I said, I, I really like them. Like now, do these shows? Do you do do they have them? So people, the exhibits or whatever, do they have them so people can like buy your photography to get your name out there? Like I, I felt really out of place because I'm not. I like I love art art stuff. I'm like really into it, but like I went there and everybody's like like drinking wine. They're walking around. They're looking at these photographs, and they're like, "Oh, I really, really like the way that guy is standing on that kid's head. It really symbolizes corporate America." And I'm like looking at it like that's fucked up. I don't understand. There's a picture of a guy getting punched in the face with a boxing glove, and it looks cool, but I. I but you don't see the hidden meaning behind it. Not all the time, but I don't know. I'm the same way. I can't say anything. So I don't know where the fuck I was going with this with this question. I think I, think I know where you're going. Uh, just I guess tell me a little bit about these like exhibits, like some of the artwork you've like entered. Like, did you win prizes? Do you get like a ribbon? Like, what exactly is that all about? So it really varies and it changes. I think um, for a lot of people, it feels a little bit overwhelming, especially when you say you see these people drinking wine and talking about things, um, different. I mean, the art food was banging. Food, I remember. The food was I remember banging. Food was very good. Um, <clears throat> I've been lucky enough that most exhibits, pretty much every exhibit I've been in, it's, people have asked me to participate for whatever reason. They said, "Hey, would you like to be a part of this?" That was a sh- the one you went to. Was a show where they wanted female photographers three of them and they asked me to participate so i sent five photos now i um, am a photographer works worked at newspapers and i like journalism so i like excuse me very straightforward things um i i'm i don't have a lot of symbolism i don't have a lot of i don't require a lot of deep thoughts i just like <laughs> if you want to if you like it what you see right like i photograph sports nfl you know if you like seen uh, something happen someone score a touchdown and that's great you know so if i saw like a really pretty tree that i liked you would take a picture of it for me well you know that's the thing that i don't do a lot of i really like photographing people i guess you don't I'll like nature that. yeah i mean it, it okay. doesn't draw me if if i saw a person that i thought was really pretty would you take a picture of them for me yeah of course i mean i would take a picture of the tree too but okay what i like to do is people uh, let me rephrase that. What I like to photograph. Is <laughs> I like to do people too. I like yeah, I'll bet you do, people. Paul. So you know, you start venturing into the other areas, <laughs> and then you get into like legal aspects that you don't want to really mess with. And I have to say, I like going to shows. So I like to see what other people are doing. Um, I like to see what other people photograph because I one thing I do want to mention is photo focus is a photo exhibit that they have um, every two years that I've been fortunate to be a part of. They've done it three times and I've been involved all three times either as a co-curator or as a participating photographer. And that's what I like about it is I can just see what other people are doing. And maybe I don't always understand it. Maybe I don't always like it. But I think it's good to see what other people are doing, expose yourselves to different mindsets and work and I like to think about that when I do my own work. So back to what Paul was trying to ask you earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you ever sell your work at these exhibits or is it just to show it off? Yeah, I do sell. Usually a lot of ex- uh, a lot of these venues 
um, give a general price and I give a general price and they give they, they get a cut. I don't I don't make a living on selling this stuff. That's why I have a part time job. But makes sense. But I do try to sell. Yes, yeah, some sometimes people buy, and it's, that's, that's awesome. of course very See, okay. So yeah, that's what I was originally trying to say when I was an asshole and said it's a hobby. <laughs> this this thing you love to do and that you cherish is I, I, I fucking just shit all over. No, I get what you meant. But um, so yeah, so I was that's what I was trying to get at is like there's like these. Horty toity artsy fartsy. I'm gonna try to rhyme every stupid fucking word I can. Uh, people uh, who are actually wanting to buy these ph- photographs and they're looking at it and they're like, oh yeah. And these things are not cheap. I'm telling you, like they're not cheap. And I'm like looking at it like, goddamn, can I borrow five bucks? What's the most you've sold a photograph for? If you don't mind me asking. No, that's fine. I think um, I think about two hundred fifty dollars. It's not that bad. Yeah, and that's that includes pretty good. included the frame. So. <laughs> I mean, but like, Mark's never seen your work, so so he, he you know he's here he's hearing you talk, he he sees you he's like oh yeah this person takes a picture. Sells it for $250. What the fuck? I'll go and take then, a picture of my dick in the fucking mirror right now. I'll sell that bitch for a fucking dollar. You know, like... The, the only time I ever sold someone something for $250, I had to brush my teeth afterwards. <laughs> so... That's fucked up. All you had to do was take a picture, so I, I feel kind of <laughs> salty. But I mean, it tastes salty as well. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Uh, they might have ate pineapple, though, because it was kind of sweet at the same time. I think like sweet and sour chicken. It's a myth. No, it's, it's really not. So you should we ask like, Barbara again? We should ask Barbara. Is this going to be our new Barbara gimmick says. on this fucking show? Is this our gimmick? Google searches. We, dude, all right. Can we get a theme song? Hey, Paul. Since I do all the fucking music. I, hey, Paul. Will you come up with a theme? Hey, yeah, man. I got you. Hey, look, let me key it up. All right. Google searches on pointless discussions. Let's go to Barbara. What the fuck were we asking? <laughs> Seriously, I don't remember. Well, Does like pineapple make your oh, semen yeah. taste better? Yeah. It's a myth, Mark. So let's go find out on our new fucking gimmicky little segment. Ask Barbara. Google search. I'll come up with something better for that. Um... <laughs> So, man, so you asking what gives value? Does pi- Calm it down. Oh, Let him God. do his thing. Does pineapple make semen taste better? According to 13 foods that increase sperm volume, cinnamon is especially recommended to make semen taste better. So, incorporate it in your regular diet. Another food that is considered to make it sweeter is pineapple juice. Oh! Told you! To improve the taste of your semen, but it's also considered to improve its smell. Makes it smell better, too. I did not know that. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody calm down. Killing me, Smalls. Hello. 
Hey. Hey. Hey, it's me. Hey, what's up? You need to buy some pineapple juice because it makes your semen more volume and tastes better and the smells better. How many times have we had this conversation? <laughs> I I forget. I forget a lot of things. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. So you've tried this before, Paul. Apparently. <laughs> I did not know about cinnamon, though. Honestly, I thought it was just pineapple. I might have to get me a jar of cinnamon. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a little break. We got a special treat this week. Um, Mark, do you like rap music? I do like rap music. Sam, Sam, do you like rap music? I love it. We have a Cincinnati-based rap group called Dick and Mouth Records are sponsoring us this week. And I felt it was uh, appropriate. Um, they they were going to play their song Dick Pick for you. And I felt that was appropriate because, uh, you know, we're talking about pictures. Photography, you know. yeah. You know, penis photography is always a plus. So here, here for your listening pleasure is Dick and Mouth Records, Dick Pick. I want you to see my nutsack. I want you to see my nutsack. I want to feel the impact of it. Bagging against your butt. Straight out of diamonds. Hey, chicks. Here is my dick pic. Hey, chick. Here is my dick pic. You get a message. Open it. Open it. What do you see? You got a dick pic from me. Here's my dick pic. Hey, I love chick. that you're looking at it. My dick pic. Hey, I love chick. that you're looking at it. Are you thinking about it? Hopefully, you're not calling the cops on me. Let me get a pic real quick. A pick on my dick in this trick real quick Thank you Naughty Potty You just give me pee I love you Danaconda And dick pics you send me Let me take a pick real quick A pick of my dick in this trick real quick Thank you Naughty Potty You just give me pee I love you Danaconda The dick pics you send me you got the big pick, you know I want it. You got the big pick, it makes me honing. You got the big pick, you know I want it. You got the big pick, it makes me honing. Here is my dick pick. Here is my dick pick. I got my dick pick. You know I like that dick pick. You got a first class ticket. Here's my dick pic, you gonna stick it When you print it out, put it on your fridge God damn, I want some goddamn compliments about it It's an A plus, I had the background perfect My mom came in, she walked in on me jerking it But I said fuck it, I ain't wasting this boner So I grabbed my phone and I took a picture of it Mom, stay the fuck out of my room, I'm busy and I sent the picture to you to I got you. boundary issues Cause people don't knock when they walk in the door I'm sending pictures to this whore She fucking 
really likes it I sent it to the stuff The chicks handed it to the cops I got interviewed about it Felony, first class They dropped it to a misdemeanor Goddamn, these charges For sending a picture of a wiener I got that dick pic You know I want it I got that dick pic It makes me hone it I got that dick pic You know I want it I got that dick pic it makes me hone it. I got that dick pic. You know I want it. I got that dick pic. It makes me hone it. I got that dick pic. You know I want it. I got that dick pic. It makes me hone it. It's a sure thing that you're gonna get a dick pic from me. It's Christmas Eve. It's kinda cold outside. So don't get. Disappointed by the size oh. I'm getting on Skype Maybe for a minute Make sure everybody can see my midget And I'm gonna make it big Like Tom Hanks did back in the 80s He used an arcade machine I used my vacuum cleaner On my wiener To make it large To show you who's in charge She's gonna call you Charles. I'm gonna get my dude, Danaconda, naughty toddy, in the room. We're gonna take, take a three-way dick pic. It's not gay, no homo, unless they're touching me. Yeah. You know I want it. I got that dick pic. It makes me hold it. I got that dick pic. You know I want it. I got that dick pic. It makes me hold it. I got that dick pic. You know I want it. I got that dick pic. It makes me hold it. I got that dick pic. You know I want it. I got that dick pic. It makes me hold it. I'm up in the studio. Quick, just have a dick pic. Dick pic. You know I like the dick pic. Oh yeah. That chick sounds like she actually has a dick. That's a she female. Male. She just sent me one. Ugh! It's Thanksgiving and I'm thankful. Dick and mouth. Unlimited text message. Dick and mouth. Here's my dick Dick picking. You know I like that dick pic. You better bet. I know you like that dick pic. You better bet. Yeah. You know Dick and Mouth be sending in dick pics. I'm including one with my Christmas cards. Pick and mouth. Yes, yeah. So Sam, uh, tell tell Mark and the listeners where where they can go if they want to actually like see some of your work and get an idea of what, what we've been talking about this whole time. So you can go to my website samanthagreer.com, s a m a n t h a g r i e r like Pam Greer or Rosie Greer for you older people. Dot com. That's where my photos reside. Why'd you look at me when you said that? Because <laughs> you're old. You're old, Paul. You're like 50 or something. I know. I'm about 43. Okay, so there's a couple pictures on here that I'm going to need an explanation for. All right. Uh, first one is obviously the first picture that pops up. 
there's a very disgruntled looking man in a wedding dress next to a woman that is having issues with her flip-flops it looks like could you tell us a little bit about that picture yeah so that's um one of those things i was in beautiful hamilton ohio and i was driving to one assignment there was i think there was some house i had to photograph sometimes something happens at a house like there's an arrest or there was a murder unfortunately and you have to go take a photo of the house So I took a photo of this house and I was driving back to the office and I see this guy and this woman walking down the street wearing uh, matching wedding dresses. And I said to myself, I got to get out of the car. I'll never forgive myself. So I get out of the car and I'll go up to them and I say, hi, I'm with the newspaper. I have to know what you two are doing. And they just said they're sort of messing around. They said they both lost a lot of weight recently and they found these little dresses. They thought they'd put them on. It'd be funny. So so I have to take your picture. And they said, all right. So the beauty of this job is you can be very nosy. If you see something interesting, you go up to people and say, hey, what are you doing? I like that. I want to take a picture of it. It, It's funny that you mention, like, murders and stuff in the area because this shed in the background totally looks like it might have a body on a meat hook inside (laughs) of it. Does it look like your uncle's old shed that he used to take you to when you were younger, Mark? Are you talking about Uncle Diddles? Yeah. This one's dirtier than his, though. Well, Mark, he he liked you, to keep it clean. Mark, did you know that we're actually sponsored by Uncle Diddle's Frittles? What are Uncle Diddle's Frittles? Well, let's go to the commercial and find out. Uncle Diddle Frittle make you want to get a little, and if you want to get a little, get Uncle Diddle Frittle. I don't like your frittles, Uncle Diddle. If you want to get a little, go get an Uncle Fiddle and fiddle little diddle on Uncle Fiddle Diddle. Please stop fiddling, Uncle Fiddles. All right, and we're back. <laughs> so, all right, so you're talking about this shack. Um, now, Samantha, or what the fuck? All right, so we're back. So we're back. Talking about a shack. I'm fantastic, Mark. I, all right, cool. So we're back. Talking about a shack. Fuck you. Uncle Diddle Frittles got me rhyming over here. You we just can't want help a it. little of Uncle Diddle's Frittles. They kind of taste like Skittles. It, yeah, you owe us money now, motherfucker. You hear that? We just fucking added on to your shit. It's Mark, man. He's a ge- Sam. Did you know Mark's a genius when it comes to naming stuff? Ask him to name something. Anything. Okay. Um, give me a scenario, and I'll give you a name. A scenario. Anything. What do you want me to name? Sam's firstborn child. Okay. Yeah. Male or female? Male. Hmm. Alexander. Christoph Greer. Well, I wish he said Blacker McBlackerson. Because <laughs> that would be terrible. And I'm not an asshole. That's Paul's job. So, back to your pictures. Just, can we clarify? Sam is black, just so everybody knows, okay? I, nobody is condoning this racist behavior, Sam. Yes, I am of the... African American black and it's brought it up many fun filled conversations. But yes, well, I well, am let's, black. Let's talk about it. 
No, I don't want to talk but, about Yeah, that. let's not. Okay. So back to your pictures. <laughs> so this shack. No, no. It's a fuck shack. Forget about... No, it's a murder shack, but I'm moving on. No, Sam said nobody's been murdered in that shack. In that picture... How I'm, do you know? People are murdered. Did you open the shack? Well, I can only say if someone's convicted, and nobody was convicted, so I can't say Well, you only get happened. convicted if you get caught. Well, yes. That's the first rule. Which is why you can't say someone's convicted To getting convicted away with murder. You're what, only convicted <laughs> if you get caught. The best way to get away with murder is just, don't get caught. I don't want to be It's common sense, really. This just in with Mark Reynolds. So the best way to get away with murder, don't get caught. I guess I can't argue with that. It's sound logic. Sound. I mean, logic. I thought it was common sense myself, but apparently there's a lot of people in the world that lack said skill. Actually, there was a very famous murder that happened in Hamilton. They was it like, outside the shack? Is the no, body still hanging no, in there? It was in the shack. They Is the body like, still there? No, it wasn't that house. It was like, you, you guys don't know about this? They found like 12 family members. This guy killed his whole family. I think it was Easter Sunday. It was like one of the most um, brutal murders in, uh, in history up to that point. It was in the 70s. Did he use a ball-peen hammer? Ooh, I don't know his weapon of choice, but uh, I know it happened in Hamilton. That would be the most brutal murder. If you use the rounded end. Yeah. That would be brutal. Mm-hmm. So back to your pictures. Mm-hmm. What's up with this kid, like, licking a tree and I think there's a spout Wait, for syrup? Wait, licking a tree? <laughs> yeah, dude, look at it. Yes. Yeah. There's, like, a syrup oh. spout, maybe. Ooh, there's snow on the ground. That tongue's yeah. going to get stuck like that Wait. movie. Wait. Have you ever been to Canada? Was this picture taken in Canada? No, oh, dude, I have damn. been to Canada, but that picture was taken in Houston. I've once. been to Canada. Have you ever been slapped by a Canadian cop? I no. thought you said cock at first. No, cop. C-O-P. No, not a cop. I have been slapped by a Canadian cock. I believe that. But, but not a cop. I've been slapped by a Canadian cop. Okay. Did he use his cock or his no, hand? No, his hand. Okay. So... We people were crossing the street, and this cop sped up, like he was gonna hit people. And so I was like, "What an asshole!" And he's like, "You over there, come here." So I walked over. I gave him my ID that said I was a U.S. citizen, and he looked at it. And he's and he, he pointed at me. He's like, "Come here, come here." And he like did a little finger wiggle, like "Come here." And so I leaned down, and he grabbed me by the collar and slapped me across the face. And I just stood up and like I looked around and there was another cop car behind me and two uh, like bicycle cops on either side of me. And I just kind of put my hands up, got my ID and walked out of there. So what percentage of his hand actually made contact with your face? Uh, I would have to say 100% of that hit me. The whole hand? The whole hand. So he fucking laid into your ass. Oh yeah, he hit me by the the neck pretty much. Did you cry? No. You should have punched But him. I did. Later, we were walking down the street, and these uh, I was singing Blame Canada from the South Park movie. Good song. And, like, people were getting, like, worked up because everybody was, like, 19 and drunk up there. And these dudes ran down. The, like, we were everybody was getting pumped, and somebody flipped a garbage can, and, like, garbage went everywhere. And the same cop pulled up and was like, pick up that trash. And I'm like, I didn't flip it over. I'm not picking it up. And he's like, do you want to spend the night in the drunk tank or do you want to pick up that trash? I said, I want to pick up that trash, sir. And I walked over and I picked the trash up. 
That was an awesome story, Paul. And I picked up 100% of that trash, Mark. 100%. You didn't leave one scrap behind? No. You got to come with some more mixed percentages here. I can't I can't keep <laughs> doing this 100% shit. It just doesn't paint right. a picture. So, okay. Bob Ross it for me, Paul. All right, let me Bob Ross this shit. Paint me a picture. All right. And use random percentages. A- 85% of the hand. There you go. Slap me across the face. There you go. I picked up... 76% of the trash. Oh, you're a rebel. The 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 other 24%, I I kicked to the side. Should have peed on it. And then when he when the cop drove by, I fucking set it on fire and I threw it through the 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 windows of the building behind me. You're so fucking hardcore, Paul. Yeah. That totally didn't happen. I picked up all that fucking trash. I did not want to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's hardcore. So, so do you guys want to do a little improv? You want to try some improv out? Yeah. We in our description we say we're an improv comedy group, and we don't do any improv ever. We just have pointless I'm, discussions. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. Oh God. We're gonna do. do that knife, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> we have a machete. You could call Tom. You want a machete? You could call Tom. He sells cars. He Tom can't, does sell cars. He can't help you with the <laughs> Tom. Tom at I sell cars. <laughs> He he can't help you with the fact that you want to do kill you guys yourself. Do like different commercials out here? I don't. What is... do, how, do how do you think we, we have make, sponsors? Dude, this is a free podcast. Oh, that's we right. have to okay. have sponsors. How do you think we keep the electricity on around here? Not all of us can sell dick pics for a living. These microphones aren't cheap. The cockpot. The cockpot. Oh man, I see a, I see an ad in our future. For the cockpot. The cockpot. I'm really mad I said that. <laughs> Paul, it appears we've hit the cockpot. We have hit the cockpot. So, what that means is it's improv time. So, the the scene is veterinarian. It's Eddie Vedder as a veteran. Vetter, vet, fuck you, Lauren. Vet, veterinary. Veterinarian. Thank you. Technician. It's called veterinarian. And um, I'm going to play Eddie Vedder. Okay, Sam, you are the the customer bringing your dog in. Okay, bringing your dog in. What's wrong with my dog? That's up for you to decide. Okay. Uh, Mark, you are the... I'll be the front runner. The, the receptionist, yeah, the person at the front that, like, takes her in, and then you, you know. That all works. Right. All right, I'll be so, a front runner. So, all right. Veterinarian. Hi, welcome to uh, the vet. What can I do you for? Fluffy's not breathing. Please help. What did he eat? Anything? Uh, what's going on? I gave him a bottle of whiskey. Uh, ma'am, you're not supposed to feed your pets uh, alcohol. But he seemed like he really wanted it. Okay. I like it. Okay. Why let me, wouldn't he like it? Let, let me get him into the back. We'll see what's going on here. Two days later. Doc, we got a problem here. Uh, this this uh, customer fed their dog alcohol, and now he's not breathing anymore. What should we do? been there on Monday morning checking your pit. Ain't got no time. The dog said, boo. All right, that was veterinarian.
Holy shit. I feel like I was at a Kid Rock concert. <laughs> Once there was this dog who came into the vet and I had to cut his nuts off and then. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this fall, Eddie Vedder is the veterinarian. <laughs> the veterinarian. Veterinarian. Like, I was going to have him, like, talk, but then I was like, it'd just be like, I would imagine if he was a veterinarian, all he would do is sing the entire time. Like, yeah. he would not speak. He would just sing everything. 45 pellet of a guinea pig. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you know who Muttley is? <laughs> no, who's Muttley? Sam, do you know who Muttley is? Dick Dastardly's dog? Yeah, Muttley is a cartoon character. Yeah, Dick Dastardly from uh, Wacky Races. That cartoon back in the 80s. Ooh, I don't remember the details, but yeah, Muttley. I laughed like Muttley last night. His name was really Dick Duckley? <laughs> no, Dick Dastardly. Dick Dastardly. Oh. Muttley. Okay. Can you read that description? Our, our sound- Let's ask Barbara. Ask Barbara about Muttley. Oh, God, dude. No, ask uh. her about Muttley's laugh. All right. <laughs> Barbara. Okay, here we go. Who the fuck be is Marley Muttley? Hello. It's Greg Dooley. What the fuck is that? Well, you you got to speak like an, an, a normal human being or Barbara who, can't understand Who the understand fuck is Greg Dooley? Who, who knows? Who the fuck is Greg Dooley? Fuck you, Greg Dooley. Fuck you. You go home. Okay, you go home. You get a nice back massage. Really relax. Really, like, put on some Enya and just go fuck yourself. No, who the fuck is Greg it, there's a t-shirt that literally says, who the fuck is Greg Dooley? I want that t-shirt. Go fuck yourself, Greg Dooley. It'll be a good time. You'll release some stress, and it'll be good for you. Uncle Friddle Friddle fuckers. What the fuck did I say? Uncle, Uncle Fiddles Friddles. No, Uncle, Uncle Diddles Friddles. Uh, I mean, fiddle works, too. When your uncle jiggles your balls, he's fiddling. Yeah, but this is a friddle. It's Uncle Diddles. Yeah, but it could be Friddles. Uncle Fiddles, Friddles. I literally never heard the term Friddle. It's it's Fiddles. new. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Fiddles, Friddles, Fiddles just with try, your diddle. Uh, just That's try. a tongue twister. Uncle, F- <laughs> Uncle Diddles, Friddles, Fiddles with your diddle. Uncle Diddle, Friddles, Fiddled with your diddle. In the middle... What the, I, of a what bag I, of Skittles. Oh, God. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> These people are paying good money. Who? Uncle, Uncle Diddles? Uncle Diddles Friddles. Try a little before you diddle your friddle. Or no, fiddle your diddle. Fiddle with your diddle? Yeah. So, photography, pictures. Yes. Camcorders. Do you do like movies? No, you do. Pictures. That's not, not photography. Really. Fuck yourself, Paul. 
You were gonna ask about the kid. I could. I could answer. That. Yeah. I yeah. I want to know about oh. the kid that was drinking syrup out of a tree. Yeah. It's... So let's go back to the kid licking the tree, like in that movie where the kid gets his tongue stuck to the to the flagpole in a the Christmas story. Yeah. Shoots his eye out with the BB gun. Did he get his tongue stuck to the the syrup spout? No. So what happened? (laughs) (laughs) So I had an assignment. I had to go to Houston Woods because they were doing a maple syrup tour. I've been on that before, actually. Really? Yeah, I have, actually. It wasn't a very good maple syrup. It It was. was. real. It wasn't like pancake syrup, which is So you tasted it. It ain't that bullshit. Aunt Jemima's. Wait. Aunt Jemima. Jemima. <laughs> Aunt Jemima. It's a real Aunt deal. Jemima. It ain't your mama's. It ain't your mama's average syrup. Right? Right. So, and I had some. It's delicious, but the I've never, is... never had tree syrup. Well, it's it's just <laughs> maple syrup. It's I'm sure you good. have, and you just didn't know it, because I'm pretty sure... Well, no. Syrup. No, I'm talking like straight, straight from a tree. Right, because I was going to say, nowadays it's like just high, fu- high fuck your face corn syrup. Fructose. Fructose. Fuck your face. Well, (laughs) the the child in that photo wasn't supposed to be there, but one of the things you learn when you take photos is children always do annoying stuff like that. So I happen to look over. I happen to look over. fucking kids. Fuck them. Really. I happen to look over and I see this kid kind of... Beat a punk. Inching his way to the tree. And I I said... Punk kids with your... Syrup licking out of trees and right because I used to be a child. Music. I was like, I think I know what he's gonna do. And he's he kinda, gonna stick his dick on that tree. His tongue, yes. And did, and the guy was like, stop that. Did Actually, he dick rub the bark? No, no, no just his That's tongue. Good. Just the what? Tip. I mean, just the tip. Just the tip, yes. Yeah. But the tour guy was like, stop that. But I got the photo. See, that's, that's that so photo was like two that's shots. Good, that's good that photo photography. was like two frames. That's good photography. So right is there. he licking the tree or is he, he drinking it, the syrup out of the spout? The, the sap is dripping out of the tree and he stuck his tongue to get the, the sap. The sap, okay. yes. And the guy's like, stop that. See, gotcha. see, that's that's what I love about photography. You're, you're capturing like just a moment, just that second. So, Sam, I actually have a question for you. Uh, it's kind of an old um, proverb, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. But you know how they say that a picture is worth a thousand words? Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? What's your opinion about that saying? I love that. I think it's very true. Um, I actually want to go back to earlier we were talking about how much you charge for photos and all that. And it's like, what is the value of photography? It's kind of um, arbitrary. I mean, the value for most things is arbitrary, right? So, um, you know, the thing is you have to just decide what you think the worth is and go from there. I like to think that especially photojournalism is worth a thousand words because my goal is always just to tell people what I saw, to let them see what I saw and to have them learn about their own world and their community around them. So if I take a photo that gives someone an idea of, what it would have been like to be there without being there, I think I did my job. And to me, that's worth a thousand words. So So, I very much agree with that sentiment. So earlier you said that when you're taking your photos, you don't necessarily try and produce a deeper meaning to them. Mm -hmm. 
but I think that you kind of do because you're trying to generate that story for the viewers of your photographs. Mm -hmm. Would you not agree? Well, it really depends, um, actually, what I'm photographing. Like, um, it depends on so many factors. So let's say I was photographing the Bengals game. If it was just a regular, regular season game, I mean, maybe there isn't a statement. Maybe now... Every time, if I shoot something, I try to know exactly the context of something. So, let's say I'm photographing a Bengals game, and I know that people have been, actually, I know this already, people always complain about, like, Marvin Lewis, and does he need his job? So, I'll probably take some time to photograph Marvin Lewis. I said, is there something, does he have a motion and action that kind of speaks to this idea of him being worried about his job, or people saying he shouldn't have his job? I might do that. So, how much would you charge for a boudoir photo of Marvin Lewis? Marvin Lewis? Oh, my God. Well, Marvin Lewis makes so much money that I go way in the thousands for that. I wouldn't think about it. No, I'm trying to buy one. Oh, you... One that you've taken. You want to pay me for Marvin Lewis to... Yeah. Well, you thousands. I mean, how am I supposed to talk him into doing that? All right. Well, the good thing we got some <laughs> Uncle Diddle Friddle money coming in. So. Yeah. Yes. All right. So when you get the Uncle Friddle Diddle money, then Uncle you can, Diddle Friddle. Let me know. Let me know. I'll let give you know. an extra five hundred if you get that befuddled look on his face too when you take <laughs> well, the pictures. Uncle Diddle Friddle befuddle your mother. All right. I'm done. But I'm you sorry. know, I say it's because my deep confession. I'm a Browns fan. So, but even still, so I want to answer your other question is. Um, you know, some, some things you have your point of view and you want to show that, but you also want to show the reality. If there's a story about something that's going on, you want to do that, take a photo of it, document that you want to always be in the news and know what's going on in the world so you can show what people are thinking, but you can show your point of view, but it's a depth, it's a balance. That's what makes it a job. Yeah. The reason I asked that question is because, the six or seven photographs that I saw on your website, they all told a picture to me. Maybe all, not all told a story through a picture to you? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, not necessarily do I see a thousand words, but I definitely see a story in every single one of your photographs. Well, yeah, that's why website. I like I Sam's that. Sam's pictures. Um, I'm pretty sure you had the wedding dress picture at the exhibit that I went to. And I do like that one. Yeah. That's my favorite one on your website. <laughs> and it's, it's like you look at it and you're like, huh. And it has nothing to do with the murder. It's all right either. if I go out and That's wear... just an added benefit. No murder. Just different murder, but not. <laughs> yeah. The, what was it? The Easter Bunny Sunday Massacre or yeah. something like that. Coming. That should be part of the sequel to A Very Zombie Christmas. It is. Didn't you listen to the first episode? The Easter Bunny. I was here for the first episode. (laughs) The Easter Bunny is totally the sequel. Yeah. But he is responsible for the Easter Day Sunday Massacre. Yeah. In Hamilton, Ohio. Yes. Well, let's call the cops. We got our suspect. It's the Easter Bunny. So thank you for listening to the podcast Pointless Discussion. Uh, thank you, Sam Greer, for coming out and talking to us. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. So, uh, one more time, let the listeners know where they can check out your... Now, can they buy any of your art on um, on your website, or is it just like, like a portfolio type? 
Well, it's a portfolio, but you can contact me and just let me know. Okay. Sam's cell phone number is 513. <laughs> <laughs> um, my email address is sam at samanthagreer.com. And my website is www.samanthagreer.com. Dude, she's legit. She's like, email me at my name at my motherfucking name dot com, motherfuckers. Recognize that shit. And we're like, hey, hi, email us a topic at pointlessdiscussions at gmail dot com because we're not legit. We're not. Maybe we should put our name in the email twice. Yeah. That's how you get recognized. Email us your dick pics at pointlessdiscussions at pointlessdiscussions.com. Any topic. If you would like to email us any topics, comments, uh, any concerns, you, or anything like that, you email us at pointlessdiscussions at gmail.com. Uh, also, like our Facebook page, Pointless Discussion Podcast. Um, like us, because we've got like four, four, four likes right now, so we could really use it. We'd like to double that number at least. Right. Um, make sure you rate us, review us, rape us. Kiss us, take us out for dinner on iTunes or Google Play or SoundCloud. Comment anything. We want to hear from you guys. We're doing this for you. Um, so, be, you know, be a part of it. We want you guys to be a part and help us grow because uh, we like to really, we, we take the low road around here. We don't really go for the high road too much. So maybe you could change that for us. I don't know. Helicopter that dick. Hello, I'm Paul Schroyer. And I'm Mark Reynolds. Thank you for listening to Pointless Discussions. Good night. Usually, everything we talk about ends up going back to dicks. Yeah. So. Did you record that? This episode was edited by Josh Schroyer, produced by Paul Schroyer, executive producers Mark Reynolds and Josh Schroyer. This has been a Magic Squirrel production. The Squirrel was magic! magic.